The car business is rapidly changing and modern car dealers are meeting the demand. I'm Michael Cirillo, and together we're going to explore what it takes to create a thriving dealership and life in the retail automotive industry. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with subject matter experts that are designed to help you grow. This is The Dealer Playbook. Hey gang, welcome to this episode of the Dealer Playbook Podcast. I am super excited that you're here, but you know me. I'm always excited. I'm always happy. You can't get me. You know what I mean? You, you can't get me. I made that choice a long time ago. Those in my you know inner circle who have gotten to know me a little bit better know why that is what led me to you can't get me. But I'm just always so excited. I'm always so delighted. And hopefully, maybe if you're having a bad day or maybe uh, things aren't going the way you wanted, maybe hopefully hearing my cheerful disposition will help you in some way, shape or form. I really do. I hope that this podcast finds you well. This is a solo episode. I wanted to chat with you uh, about something that is so, so, so important when it comes to online when it comes to digital, when it comes to everything that's going on. So today I thought what we would do here is just chat real briefly about three reasons. And of course, there's a lot more, but let's just go three for the bite sizedness. Oh, man, I am on a roll making up words of this week. I want to talk about the three reasons why your dealership needs more website content. You know, if you've been following me for a while, I'm a big content Guy, I mean, well, gosh, we've been producing this show, which is content for going on nine years. We're coming up on our nine year. We're actually eight years, 11 months mark uh, because April 2014 is when the dealer playbook officially launched. But content is is where it's at. And I want to talk to you about it. Okay, there's a lot of talk. Obviously, we're all seeing it about Web3 and the metaverse in the car business and what are the implications of that? But here, here's my take. I, I really want to get to the crux of what that means for your dealership in 2022 and beyond. Now, listen to this, okay? Google, and I'll post the links in the show notes, but Google lists content as one of its top three ranking factors, which means that uh, dealers who create and share more content are going to have a way better chance of showing up at key moments of the car shopping journey. If you listen to power players like Bob Lanham over at Facebook or even Lissette Goal at Google, they're talking about Omni Channel. They're talking about how there are multiple touch points that lead car shoppers to the to the point of purchase and and in a Web3 world, I don't see that going away. If anything, I see it augmenting and or validating some of the things that we'll do. We'll talk about that a little bit more uh, in just a minute. But key moments at the shopper's journey, it's it, it would be naive for us to think that car shopper goes online um, and then and then they just show up to your store. No, I mean, they probably saw the Super Bowl commercial they probably then, you know, saw your YouTube pre-roll ad. They probably then went to your website and did a configurator, read some blogs, some reviews, some dealership reviews. Like there's so many different places. And all of those at the end of the day, whether it's an ad, a review, 
a consumer review, a vehicle review, a blog, a model landing page, a configurator. That's all content. That is all content. And so it's important for us in this rapidly evolving digital landscape to to be focused on that, keeping in mind Google lists content as one of its top three ranking factors. So let's look at the three reasons I really wanted to discuss, but just keep in mind that that's the that's the foundation that we're going based off of here. So the first reason I want to discuss here why your dealership website needs more content is a philosophy that was coined by my pal Marcus Sheridan, who's the best selling author of a book by the title. They ask you answer. It's the methodology by which I create content that my team creates content for our client partners. And it's something I want you to really think about. So, for example, every Google search is an implied question. Okay, doesn't matter if you're typing in used cars near me. What Google's really taking from that is where are the closest used cars near me question, right? Everything's an implied question. Restaurants, even if you just typed in restaurants, what are you really telling asking Google? You're actually asking where are there restaurants around me, right? So Google has two key purposes that I want to share with you. First, to present people with the most relevant search results. Okay. And second, as close to their physical location as possible. So, I mean, nothing worse than if you're located in, um, you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico, or as I like to pronounce it, Albuquerque, because that's kind of how it's (laughs) written. Let's say you're located in Albuquerque and you type in restaurants and you get results for somewhere in, I don't know, like Nashville or uh, you're in Edmonton, Alberta, and you get search results for restaurants in Regina or Vancouver, you would be pretty ticked off. So Google's whole uh, two key focuses are to give you relevant search results. So obviously they want to show you restaurants if that's what you're searching for, but as close to your physical location as possible. Now, this provides an advantage to us in the dealership community because, well, we are local businesses. We have a physical location with geo coordinates, right? And so you can use Google's auto suggest algorithm as sort of a digital crystal ball to find out what people are searching for and then use that information to write relevant content, produce relevant videos that answer their questions. Now, what do I mean by the auto suggest algorithm? Well, you know, when you go and start typing into Google and there's a drop down and it gives you kind of alternate search results, that's all powered by Google's auto suggest algorithm. Years ago, when I interviewed Rand Fishkin, the founder of Moz, he suggested that one out of every five search queries has never been searched for before. Think about that. There's trillions of search queries. One in five has never been typed in the exact way that 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 individual typed it in. So Google compiles all of that data and they use it to power the auto suggest algorithm, which is really, really cool. So you could simply go to Google and start typing in why do car dealers and see what the auto suggest feeds you. And if there's something worthwhile there, you can actually use that to power content on your website. I mentioned uh, Marcus Sheridan, how he wrote the book. They ask you answer. It digs into this concept of transparently answering people's questions 
that that you should definitely check out. I'll put the the links in the show note. But also, in addition, uh, Flex Dealer's very own Wit Norad predicts that content will re-become king in 2022 and beyond. Answering consumer questions on your website leads to the second reason uh, I believe you need to have more content on your website, okay? Uh, which is, number two, brand authority and humanization. Wait, human humanization? Is that a word? Did I just make up a word? Hold on, I gotta check this out. Let me, let me just check. Humanization. It's a word. I didn't make up a word. I didn't make up a word. So that's good. And actually, the definition feeds perfectly into uh, what I want to chat with you about here. Okay, so think about it. Uh, when you're the only one answering people's questions with as much in-depth information as possible, it strengthens your brand's authority in the market. Over time, the equity you've built up will pay back dividends because the content you post on your site is evergreen, meaning it can live forever and ever and ever and continue to rank for relevant searches. You remember Google's priority sequence, relevant search results as close to your physical location as possible. It's no secret that people do business with other people they both like and trust. And a key ingredient to building trust is being upfront and transparent giving them the information they are looking for when they are looking for it. And since very few dealers even dive into the content arena, this is a clear opening that will help your store stand out into perpetuity. Uh, now, this is why I'm glad humanization is a word. Content, it's a great way to humanize your dealership. And the definition that I just found for humanization, it's defined as the process of making something less unpleasant and more suitable for people. Well, isn't that what we're trying to do with our dealerships? We're trying to destroy, obliterate, get rid of the negative stigma attached to the car business. We're trying to make our dealership experience less unpleasant and more suitable. Well, our pal Nathaniel, uh, he's the chief digital branding leader at Mohawk Chevrolet. He does an, an amazing job of humanizing um, his store He's, he's a shining example of this. I'm going to link to their Facebook page in the show notes. I want you to check out some of the content that they're creating there. But but think about this for for a minute. Like they're doing game shows. They're doing their take on Between Two Ferns, um, which is, I, I believe, called Between Two Oil Cans. Like they're doing so many fun, almost non-car sales related stuff. And what stands out to me there is that their store sees the value of content creation so much that it has become the front runner of their outreach. Okay, so I'm, uh, I'm going to make sure we link to that in the show notes. This leads me to number three. I started with the metaverse. I want to kind of leave us off with the metaverse. I mean, you know, sure, you might have an avatar sitting in a digital showroom somewhere in Decentraland, but I believe most of the research will still happen the way that it does today. For example... Uh, it's I, I don't know. I just it's unreasonable for me to believe at this this juncture that we're all going to be 100 percent in the metaverse all of the time. Like I just I refuse my back hurts sitting in a chair for too long. I just refuse to believe that I'm going to be sitting in some chair or walking around on a treadmill all day with with goggles on. You know, I, I just it's weird to me. OK, so. um. Because I think that's unreasonable. And, and by the way, I'm sure there is some fringe group out there that thinks this is the way things are going to end up. But 
at the end of the day, my human body, like, hey, do you have a human body? <laughs> cool. So our human body needs fresh air and food and many, many other things that can't be achieved in a digital world. Human beings, and here's my point. I think Metaverse, Web3, all that kind of stuff, it's going to augment, right? Uh, it's going to enhance our experience. But human beings don't just replace stuff entirely. I can't think of an example off the top of my head where we've just completely gotten rid of something that came before and and we're just done with it. Maybe pay phones, but still, we, we still have phones. The concept of phones still exists. We find an, we, we, we tend to find room for new tech amidst the tech and or mediums, information mediums that we've already come to enjoy. Look at how, for example, radio was supposed to kill the internet, uh, was supposed to kill the theater, rather. Uh, television was supposed to kill the radio and the internet was supposed to kill them all. Really, what it's done is, is it's, it's enhanced all of those things, Right. We, we made room still, even beyond enhancing those things where radio became podcasts, YouTube became television, uh, um, you know, movies, Netflix, all of those sorts of things. We still made room for those things, right? Like I just went to see a movie at a real movie theater. Broadway still rules, you, you know, some of the nightlife in New York. Like we love going to the theater. We still listen to the radio and, and podcasts. Um, we still watch television. And by the way, television has gotten so much better in the last five years, maybe six years in particular. You remember when we were kids, it sucked. Like, whew, it was bad, bad writing, bad. It just, everything sucked about it. I mean, there were some good ones, but like, not like today you're getting like movie, cinema quality television series. It's, it's phenomenal. So with all of that in mind, consumers, I believe are still going to continue to research information about vehicles and the content you produce can be the key driver of that. Car shoppers will start on one channel, move to another and another, and perhaps end up in your digital showroom in Decentraland for a viewing of their new ride before it gets delivered to their house. And so you see, I think we're still going to be doing research the way that we always have done it or the way that we are doing it currently. But metaverse, that's going to augment and and enhance our experience. Um, it may eliminate our need to go to dealerships altogether, even though technically, if that becomes the new normal, then we'll still be going to dealerships. But that's that's too much for today. We'll we'll, t <laughs> we'll talk about that in some future post. So here's where my mind is at just to bring this all together. There are many, many, many more reasons why your dealership website needs more content. I'm going to leave it with these three. Okay. The first one being that you're here to answer as many questions as transparently and fully as possible. Doing so will increase your brand authority in the market, help you stand up and stand apart from your competition. And also you can use it as a great way to humanize your brand, which just furthers the building of relationships and, and building of trust. And then I, I really think that metaverse, it's not going to replace what's happening. It's going to augment it, but it's still it, what it means is that in 2022 and beyond, you're still going to need to produce content. The TLDR create more content that answers car shoppers questions and you will stand up and stand apart from every competitor in your market. Now, 
Here's the pitch, okay? My agency, my company, Flex Dealer, has been helping dealers produce high-quality content since 2006. 2006! We're pretty dang good at it by now. If you're ready to take your brand authority, your sales opportunities, your community relationships to the next level in 2022 and beyond, you definitely need to chat. I'll link it up in the show notes. And until next time, keep the playbook open and dominate. I'm Michael Cirillo, and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. Thanks for listening.